0: Hello, you are listening to the OmniTalk Retail Fast 5 brought to you in partnership with the a and Consumer Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce and Cecil. Ranked in the top 10% of all podcasts globally, the OmniTalk Retail Fast Five podcast is the podcast we hope makes you feel a little smarter, but most importantly, a little happier each week, too. Today is March 16th, the day before St. Patty's. Woo-hoo! I'm your host, Ann Mazinga. I'm Chris Walton. Slancha. Slancha. We don't have anything to slancha. Uh, I mean, I, know, I guess our like coffee. Coffee? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're here once again, though, to not discuss uh, cheers in Irish speak. But instead, <laughs> all the to top headlines making waves in the world of omnichannel retailing. um Chris, yeah. what, what do you have on deck for St. Patty's tomorrow? Uh,
1: not I don't know. I was thinking about that this morning. I gotta I gotta amp up my St. Patty's day game. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about it actually because mm-hmm. it's on a Friday, which is usually pretty baller, yeah. when you think about it. but but, man, I've been decimated. and this week's been horrible. I, know, I got I was sick all weekend. My kid got the stomach flu different from me, and like just been a rough, rough go. So I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to make it into studio, though. Be fully recovered. Be next to you. Yeah. Bring in the show. Got Not
0: s- so close, though. Like, yeah. Still right. keep a barrier. Right. right. Yes. There's you some- get to go on spring break. week. Right. I got spring I break next week. Yep. Yes.
1: Yep. And so, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm ready to do this.
0: Yes. Ready All right. To do this. Um, listeners, note, we will be off next week while Chris is. What are you doing?
1: Going to Disneyland, Anne. I'm going oh to Disneyland. God. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to go get my Star Wars on. And you're such and a good Disneyland. dad. Like, oh, I'm, thank not, you. That I'm not. I'm not going.
0: I'm never taking my kids to Disneyland.
1: Oh, Disneyland's awesome. I, love I shouldn't
0: Disneyland. say never, but I have no intention. Um, I'm, I would. I don't have the patience. It's for
1: been it. my lifelong dream to take my kids to Disneyland. Actually, honestly, because my dad took me when I was young. Oh, We'd go with him on our sweet. own every year, and uh, and uh, you know he passed away when I was ten. So then now. You know, that's the key thing for me is yeah. to get, take my kids there and re-experience that. So so I'm hoping we're all going to be well enough you to will. experience you it will. Uh, once we get there on good old Sun Country Airlines. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's good. It's a, It's going to be fun, though.
0: You're going to need all the Guinness to be prepared for that. those yeah. flights.
1: And then we're off to Shop Talk. I get back and I fly out the next day to Shop Talk, so I'm pumped. Yes. Yeah. I can't we've, wait.
0: We've got a lot going on at Shop Talk, so make sure that you spend all the time next week making sure that you're following OmniTalk Retail. On LinkedIn so that you can catch all of our coverage we've got some really great interviews lined up so
1: yeah we do should we do the show let's do it let's do it alright in today's fast five we've got news on Reva's fourth and now largest autonomous store in Germany with Trigo HEB's new partnership with a company called I yeah. Like that. that's good alliteration Meyer becoming the first grocer to expand access to flash food with snap EBT Apple providing video assistance to iPhone shoppers but we're going to get this podcast started by discussing a new partnership between best buy and roku
0: and oh yes this was jim Lasinski he he yeah, good came jim. he came hard Shout out like to jim over the weekend yeah. he was not sleeping on this headline he no. was really excited he tagged us in the linkedin post so we're going to cover it for you jim and your class at the kellogg yeah,
1: school he was pretty like pretty punk. He was like this is like the biggest headline of the year oh, yeah. kind of like this positioning on social media right? placed
0: yeah. headline yeah. conversation on it, linkedin yeah. So, let's get to it. Headline number one, Chris. According to TechCrunch, Roku and Best Buy announced a new first-to-market partnership whereby Roku gets access to Best Buy's advertising platform, and in exchange, Best Buy customers have exclusive access to Roku-branded TVs. This relationship is a first for Best Buy, as it has never partnered with a TV streaming platform to provide its first-party sales data, and in so doing the new deal allows roku to use the retailer's data to target ads said julian Mintz, co-head of u.s brand sales for roku media quote we're bringing together our entire business to build the future of entertainment and advertising making the tv experience simpler offering the right marketing data tech and scale to drive real results and helping win the entire streamer's journey together with best buy end quote hmm. The long one. It is a long uh, one. Very aspirational. Chris, what do you think about this partnership? Like, are you feeling the flow that Jim Lisinski is, like, totally pushing? Oh. Are you on Jim's agenda? Can you, like, can you get on board with it?
1: I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, headline of the year, but maybe. I mean, it's, I honestly don't know what to make of this. Yeah, like, I think too. it's so kind of bizarre in a lot of ways. Like, I've been trying to think about it and, like, what would I say about this headline? Yeah. It's interesting that it's leading the show. It's that. It's that kind of unique to me. Uh, but it's like a it's the it's a first of its kind, yeah right? I can't think of another example of this. And the crazy part to me, Ann, is that it's crazy for me to think that our data is our first party data, you and me as Best Buy shoppers, essentially, is that valuable to Roku?
0: The number of times that you've shopped for a a charger at best buy At best
1: buy is that valuable to roku that roku would say you know what we're going to give you our tvs exclusively and not right. sell them to anyone else that right. there's that much value in the coordinated marketing effort from that data at least they think there is that that could happen and so you know it begs the question like is this the first domino that's going to fall Are we going to see this other places did roku try to do this with walmart did they try to do it with amazon were yeah. they not interested with target right. were they like nope heisman we don't want that right you know so I have no idea, but it's just crazy to me to think that data is that valuable Right. when you get right down to it. So what do you think, though? You're I mean, the marketer of the I two mean, of I mean, I think
0: that this, it's a good test for Roku. Like, it is a, Best Buy's a giant yeah. retailer that's in their direct category. I, again, though, I question, like, how much information are you going to get when you're thinking about the future of the Roku platform and being able to target advertising, which is essentially what the, what the goal yeah. is for them here. Like how much data are you getting from one store that pretty much sells one category at this point in time to really benefit that streaming advertising? Like, is it really going to be that much more personalized when you're just getting served ads for those products? As opposed to, which I think was likely where Roku probably wanted to go, which was with a bigger mass retailer like a Walmart or a Target, where you can get information about them across multiple categories. And you start to think about now you can be selling, now Roku has the opportunity to sell ads for CPG. They have, you know, ability to sell ads for electronics, for beauty, like all these other categories where right now it's just going to be a test in electronics, but maybe that's what they wanted to do.
1: Yeah. You're, you're, you get me kind of thinking about it though, because now I'm kind of like down on the whole headline because like a lot of ways, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Roku's kind of yoked to this now. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to tell my advertisers, like I have Best Buy's data, so right. you can't expand the distribution on your your products then, or maybe it's part of the contract. But like Best Buy's not going to let you keep doing that. Like so, for you to keep giving that value to your advertisers, you're going to have to have this relationship in place. Right. So I don't I don't understand that. So it makes me think that this is going to be harder to emulate going forward, or for yeah. others to copy down the road.
0: Well, and I wonder like what is Best Buy getting out of this? Like they just get exclusivity I- to sell the Roku TV, and for how long? Like giving away your data is, is it seems like again like how what what is the value what yeah. is the number attached to that data because to me it seems like like i might maybe i'm missing yeah, something no, but it I seems agree. like it's not a, as good a deal for best buy as it is for roku in this situation but that's interesting i think it's something that we'll we'll continue to see as as we see more of this happening because i don't think it's the end of it yeah,
1: that's a great point all right let's keep going Headline number two, according to our friends across the pond, Retail Innovation Hub, shout out to Scott Thompson, love your work. Woo. Reva opened its fourth and largest autonomous checkout store with Trigo. The new store is in Cologne, yes. which makes it the second one in that city. The first of which, and we visited last if year. If you want to
0: see the video, you can go to the Amitok Retailed YouTube channel and see Chris go get me a coffee and a beer. Oh,
1: that's right. That's the one where I go and yeah. I'm your gopher. Yeah, we, we, we timed you. Yeah, we did the Supermarket world. Sweep. We did. That's right. I forgot about that. German yeah. edition. Yeah, German Supermarket Supermarket Sweep. Uh, that was <laughs> terrible. Oh my God, my nose is so bad. All right, according to Reva's company blog post, it, quote, features more products than all other Reva stores combined. Combined. I'd missed yeah. that when I was putting this together. Including signature items such as coffee machines, scales, deposit machines, and a large variety of alcohol. End quote. It also is reportedly 564 square meters, and which, if I do that math in my head right now—did you do it? Wait, wait, wait for it.
0: He did not do the math in his head right now.
1: Uh, that, that, was a, it, that was a that
0: te- was a that was a calculation do, 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 that. <laughs> do, 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 do.
1: That makes it a whopping 6,070 square feet, give or take any rares that I might have encountered in rounding, Anne. And this is also, you are lucky today because the put you on the spot question is up front Ooh. from A&M, the A&M, yes. AM Consumer and Retail Group. Here it is. Is this the sign we need that all is still right in the checkout free world following Amazon's recent pullback? Great question.
0: You know, I, it is a great question. And I think that's exactly what you and I were thinking as we were trying to pull together the stories for this week. And I do. I mean, I think that you look Me at too. Reva and the place that they have. They are a, a like cemented retailer, part of the fabric of of Germany and of German shoppers. They know what to expect when they're going in there. And I I think that we're going to see more success than we than we are seeing Amazon as you know Amazon being challenge of one becoming this entirely new retailer in the space. You know, providing a level of quality, getting people over the hurdle of being like, am I going to trust Amazon for my groceries? And a new technology format, all in one. And this might be anecdotal, but when we were at the Revistore in Cologne, the smaller one, it yeah. didn't seem like there was the hesitancy from those shoppers in the same way that we're seeing the hesitancy in the That's U.S. That's a really
1: good point. Like, yeah. I feel like
0: people were going in there, and maybe it's yep. just the, you know the European mentality. They've had this kind of stuff around for longer. Yep. They have more of an in-and-out day-to-day shopping kind of habit than we do in the U.S. here. But I think that this is really an opportunity to see this take off. I think we're going to see the opposite of what we're seeing with Amazon here.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, you know, for me, yeah, that's, that's a really great point. I had never thought about that, the culture dynamic there. Yeah, it did feel different. It didn't feel like I was in Hudson News at the no, airport. there was
0: nobody talking about like, like tranks in my, or not tranks, radio but chips, like, in my butt, chips in my butt you know, right? because Amazon's tracking me, big brother sort of right, situation. Right, yeah. Especially in Germany. You'd yeah, think, you think like they would be the most You'd think it'd be the exact opposite. Concerned, although
1: yeah. although they may have been saying it, but I wouldn't have been able to understand it too, I guess. <laughs> but But no, it didn't feel like that was the case, but- I, I agree with you, and the, the reason I point to that I actually look I like I went to social media to see like what like the Reva people are saying about it, yeah. and and one of my connections, Annika Vuis, who I'm probably butchering her name again, my I think German it's Annika. Annika, yes, it I think is that's Annika. That's a German pronunciation. Yeah, it probably is. We but just my, my, made,
0: it, made it a US. My version. German
1: pronunciation is horrible, but she's the chief's acceleration manager at Reva. That's her title. And she had this to say after, and she said this after the previous three store opening. She's mm. been a part of all of them. And she said, this. yeah, this is there. really interesting to me. She said, quote, back then, back when she was opening the first one, I was yep. full of question marks. Is the new technology working as expected? Do we test enough to find all the bugs? Are customers understanding what to do? Have we done enough training, et cetera? Today, I'm standing outside the store counting customers and curious if this store will perform even better than its sibling stores how exciting it is to be at the forefront of innovation." Hmm. That tells, end quote, that tells me that the idea of checkout free grocery is still alive and kicking. Yeah. And it, the key to it to me is that now as we look forward, it's going to be a grocer that develops how to do it on a platform other than Amazon that right. brings it to market at scale. Right. And I think that's what we're talking about here. And Reva, amongst many others, is, and, and Tesco and other people, are the furthest along to give us that journey as shoppers to figure out how does it work and incorporate it into our lives the way mm-hmm. we want, which I think your point brings back the hallmark of what you were saying before.
0: Right. Um, All right, Chris, let's go to headline number three. According to Winsight Grocery Business, H-E-B has partnered with home management platform Thumbtack on its first retail offering, giving grocery shoppers access to dog walkers, cleaners, landscapers, and more. Have you ever used Thumbtack before?
1: I have not. Oh my God, it's awesome. I have used a Thumbtack, but not this Thumbtack as you're describing. Well, I
0: think you will find Thumbtack, the platform, more useful than an actual Thumbtack, but it is an amazing platform. I've used it for everything from like finding a repair person for my, Um, furnace to uh, my best friend who had her flower business on there so like she would do flowers for weddings on that thing you can like find anything you need which is why this is such a cool headline
1: unexpected thumbtack plug yeah wow
0: Okay, so more than 300 HEB stores across Texas now have branded displays enticing customers to scan a QR code to access their services, and select HEB stores also have Thumbtack's on-demand feature that offers up names of area handymen, lawn care services, and house cleaners for hire, all at a 10% discount. Said David Steckle, Senior Director of Strategic Partnerships at Thumbtack, quote, Thumbtack's job is to make... Caring for everything in and around the home, a seamless experience for the homeowner, expanding into physical retail, brings us one step closer to that by allowing us to be a partner for consumers where they're shopping in-store for their pets or getting their backyards ready for hosting. End quote. Chris.
1: Yes, Anne. Now that you know sh-tickle. all about
0: Thumbtack <laughs> and what HEB is doing here, what are your thoughts?
1: I mean, I just, i, I especially hearing that you've used it before. Yeah. Like, this seems like dead on nailed it H-E-B which doesn't surprise me at all because we've talked about and we've been in your store your big Frisco store down in Texas and it was amazing like you're killing it you're just dead on understanding what your customers want right it's another angle off the ethos we talked about with Walmart last week and healthcare centers like help me get the jobs done in my life that's what's going to make me go to the place to the to shop your store The convenience of getting everything I need done is so important. Convenience is the value that a physical store brings. That convenience can be the physical store. It can be what it gives you the avenue to attempt to try out for the first time, like a thumbtack service. Calling a local handyman in a way that's easier to get than previously just makes a ton of sense. I love it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of runway here for HEB with this program. Like ten percent off those services is a significant discount, especially when I think yeah, of like the furnace actually. person that I hired. That mm-hmm. was you know upwards of a thousand dollars to replace a furnace, and ten percent off that, like that's a big deal. Yeah, that that's worth it for me to be giving my contact information to a loyalty program at HEB in order to kind of get that information. So I think it's it's again it's really right. smart. It's playing on how HEB can kind of like you said, be that that town center, town grocer, like be a part of the community, ingrained in the community when they're thinking about how to, again, like help people accomplish all the things they can in that one spot. And I think HEB, we have to pay closer attention to this. I think, you know, because they started in Texas, there's not as much talk about them as a grocer as there should be. I mean, their expansion plans right now are intense. You know, they only have about three or so hundred stores that are open right now. But I think they're going to give Walmart a real run for their money in some of those southern states. I mean, mm. as, they're, as they're, again, adding services on, they have restaurants in store. Oh, yeah. They're expanding into other categories like pets and beauty and home goods like all within their store that kind of put them up into that mass merchandise category no no apparel quite yet but i still yeah. think like the more services that they're offering yeah. the speed at which they're rolling out in texas and other neighborhoods in those very quickly booming cities like this could be one to really watch closely
1: yeah i think the other point i'd make too and is i think the world's ready for this kind of idea now too because yeah. it's funny like i was thinking back like i got approached by a similar idea basically the same execution when I was running Lawn and Patio for Target. Oh, really? Same type of company came in. This was like 2015, probably 15. And, you know, I wanted to do it. It was hard to get off the ground. didn't happen. But, like, you know, the customer just wasn't ready for it then. Now I feel like we are. Like, we understand the QR code, how to, you know, that advertisement works. There's still a little bit of friction there, so I don't love that part of the whole design of this. But, you know, offering it as a service within your collective space portfolio of products you give to your customer. right? I think just makes a ton of sense. And I think the world's ready for these types of things and these partnerships to develop and grow.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. Before we get to headline number four, this is the part of the podcast again, where we tell you about another great retail conference Anne and I are heading to this summer. As the days get longer, it's the perfect time to start making your summer plans. So mark your calendars, June 13th through 15th, and join us at the Retail Innovation Conference an expo in Chicago where you'll experience three days of learning and connecting via immersive workshops, case studies, breakouts, store tours, co-located special events, networking activities, and even two expos under one roof. Two and how expos do they do it? Under one roof, and so, so much more. Visit omnitok.rice.events to learn more. That's omnitalk.rice.events to learn more. And be sure to secure your all access pass before April 6th to save, wait for it, Dan, eight hundred. Hundred oh dollars. Yes, eight hundred dollars if you register before April 6th. Get on it, Omni Talk fans. All right, headline number four. According to Windsight Grocery, Meyer became the first retailer nationwide this week to accept supplemental nutritional assistance program benefits, aka snap through the Flash Food app that allows shoppers to buy heavily discounted food that's nearing its best by date. Shoppers can use their Snap benefits on Flash Food orders by just adding their EBT cards as a payment method in the app. Meyer first launched Flash Food in 2017 at its super centers in the metro Detroit area, and now the service is offered at all Meyer locations, said Flash Food's founder and CEO Josh Dominguez in a statement, quote, We're incredibly grateful to Meyer for being our first partner to expand access to Flash Food with Snap EBT and for the industry-leading commitment to reducing food insecurity and increasing access to healthy food, end quote, and how much do you love this announcement?
0: Well, I've been I've been loving flash food in this whole concept since we had Eric Tribe on the podcast two grocery shops ago. I think it was. Yeah, it, it was. was. It was a while ago. It was. It's just it's it makes so much sense. And number one, I love this for the customers. It's, it solves multiple pain points for customers. Yep. It's helping use technology to create a better experience to give people access to better food um, in a very simple frictionless way. It also, I think, eliminates that, you know, friction for and providing some more discretion for those who are using Snap and EBT programs. Like you don't have to, you know, you're kind of eliminating the, the couponing and like paper transactions that are happening. You're allowing everything to happen in one seamless way, giving people the access to quick, convenient pickup for these types of products. And then I think for the retailers, like, this is a reason to go to Meijer over another grocery store in that region. I 100%. mean, you have access to good, I mean, quality foods like stuff that can be, you know, meats and uh, products across the whole store, produce, all kinds of things. Um, and it's at a very low price point, and you can see that before you go in. There's no like digging in those random bins in the back of the grocery store yeah. to try to find discounts. And uh, ultimately, it's less food waste, which is better for customers and retailers and the planet so i i'm a huge fan of this concept and how simple they're making it
1: yeah i i I couldn't agree more like the fact that this concept this technology platform hasn't rolled out to all of grocery or anyone that's in the grocery business still boggles my mind because the thing i took from that eric tribe interview which i want to call for the audience now is it's so easy to do right it's a very easy implementation the way these guys have thought through it it's really smart Um, You can almost do it without almost any integrations the way they've designed it. And so it's really brilliant in that. And and to your point, it captures something that is really important. Like it's got a good mission behind it. Mm -hmm. So from a sustainability perspective, it checks that box. And then with this announcement too, yeah, it's an underserved population. It's a population that needs it. The other thing about it from the retailer standpoint is it gets people looking at what's going on in your store by way of your mobile app a lot more. Like, oh, what's on sale today? Okay, do I want that? Do I want to come in more? It probably increases your trips, too. So there's a whole lot to like from this. Right which yeah if you haven't listened to it yet go back check out our interview with Eric Tribe I think you're right it was like 2 years ago at grocery shop yeah and it was a fascinating discussion eric tribe of flash food
0: yeah you're getting you know whatever meat is on sale and li- the likelihood of you having all the ingredients for the rest of whatever you're going to make with that that night is probably low so you're definitely increasing basket size when you're when you think about like what that trip now looks like for the grocers so right Good good things all around, Chris. Right. Um, all right. Let's go to headline number five. Apple is introducing a virtual service called Shop with a Specialist over Video, which connects U.S. customers looking to purchase an iPhone with a retail associate via a secure one-way video shopping session. According to Chain Storage, Apple customers can visit a dedicated page of the Apple e-commerce site and in a few clicks instantly connect with an Apple associate for advice on selecting the best iPhone model. Once connected, customers can then compare features, colors, sizes, and the best deal through the Apple trading program or their carrier. Shop with a specialist over video is available to customers in the US from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time every day on the Apple website. During a session, an Apple associate will be on camera sharing their screen, but they will not be able to see the customer. If customers find that an, a session is unavailable or access the page after hours, they can contact an associate over the phone or via chat 24 hours a day. Chris? Yeah. What do you think about this?
1: Yeah, this was interesting. I, I put this one last deliberately because I you know I thought it was a good one to close with. We don't talk about Apple all that much no. either. Um, but I was excited about it because I'm actually doing a rapid fire panel at Shop Talk. Mm-hmm. It's a cool panel. It's got um, Laura Kennedy from CB Insights, who's their principal analyst. Angela Clark from Patagonia, who you met at ETEL West. Yeah, yeah. And Pramabhat, the chief digital officer at Ulta. And in my prep with them, all of them have talked about this idea of concierge service or con- uh, even conversational commerce to that angle as well. And so there's a lot of heat around this idea. And what I love about what Apple's doing is they're taking a page out of Best Buy's book, really, like the virtual store concept they mm-hmm. had to help sell their products. Mm-hmm. They're doing the same thing. And I just like that cuz I think it scales better. So yeah. I think this is the approach you're going to continue to see. I'm a little bit against the kind of conversational like let's have the store level employees be texting back and forth yeah. to the customers day in and day out. I think How come? it's I think at mass that's going to be really hard to do and really hard to do efficiently. I think this is a better way to do it. Now, if you're a upscale premium retailer or brand, sure. then I like it because you have the margins, you have the 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 sales staff that's equipped to do that probably better able to handle it and consistently do it the right way. I like it there. But for like a discount experience, I don't like it as much. And so I think this is the model. We're now seeing it twice, Best Mm -hmm. Buy and Apple. This is the model that people are going to use going forward that I think is something to watch.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I actually think about this going beyond just the, the help with purchase experience and really about how this starts to get tested in that area, but then starts to play out in other areas like post-purchase. It reminds me of um, a conversation we had with Antonio Gonzalez from uh, TalkDesk where he was Mm -hmm. talking about how a lot more retailers are investing in video for their interactions with consumers because it just creates a different environment for that transaction to take place it's not you know a faceless thing you're working you see an associate they're talking to you they're responding to you in real time it doesn't feel like you're you're talking to a robot and i think that especially when you're purchasing things that are higher price point like you're saying like in a luxury with a luxury retailer or in this case with apple Apple, like i think that there's some value to like having that human connection there psychologically like i just think it's a better purchase yeah. experience overall
1: what do you think but, about that part then we can't see the person like, well i that think seems that seems like antithetical to me
0: i think that i think it's weird that you can't see the customer but i i'm sure that's you know at this point in time like okay that's that's fine yeah i guess i think a down the road know.
1: they'll think you can see them right, right? and yeah. as a
0: customer like you still get the, pri- the privacy and comfort of like if i'm shopping in my pajamas and i don't right. want people to watch me i i'm fine seeing the associate but i don't want people to see me like that's fine. You can right. still have your camera off if you want. So you're okay
1: with that? Okay. I, I'm it. okay
0: with that. I right. I just I think this is some next level stuff. I think we're gonna start to see Apple roll this out further, and will and just like with you know mobile checkout or showrooming that Apple's kind of been the gold standard on. I think we'll start to see a lot of other retailers think about how this works within their organization. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think you'll see a hell of a lot more of this.
0: All right, Chris, should we get to the lightning round? Let's do it. All right. Um, question number one premium ice cream brand van Leeuwen. Lee Leeuwen? i don't even know how to say this I, their ice cream is great i've had it but i don't know how to say the ice cream anyway they <laughs> did deb- no idea they debuted a new savory sweet flavor in collaboration with the leading ranch brand oh. hidden valley if you <laughs> okay. i know if you had to take w- the worst thing of my life i don't know i ranch think mac and cheese ice, ice cream? cream was oh. worse but uh if you had to take one of your favorite food items and make an ice cream out of it chris what would it be
1: Oh my god. Didn't we talk about this recently on a trip? I feel like we came up with something and I, I it's not coming back to me, but it was like something really good. I was like, oh, that'd be a great ice cream. Maybe my kid said something to me too, but oh. um on the spot, I mean, right now, like I just want i just want Kahlua ice cream. Like, forget putting I Kahlua like that, on top of ice cream. Just give me Kahlua ice ooh, cream. Oh, I've
0: never had Kahlua on top of ice cream. That sounds oh, great. Oh really? Like in an affogato or something. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, oh I did it, I I did it at uh Oh yeah, we did it at the NCAA. Oh, I didn't Kahlua. Great. I did.
1: I did. Some, I did Kahlua. Though. I did
0: Frangelico. I've already yeah, had it. Right. I've already had <laughs> You've it. You've already had it. Yeah, right. You did it. It was so memorable. All right. Clearly.
1: All right. <laughs> a Chicago man recently sued Buffalo Wild Wings because its boneless wings are in fact breasts and not wings. And how disturbing is that last statement to you?
0: Very. And
1: is it? it and it is I'm not to me surprised
0: too. that there's a man like. There's breasts in this meat? No, I want wings. Wings only. Does it
1: make you not want to eat them though? It does me. Like, I don't like boneless wings anyway, but like I'm like, that's so weird to me now that I'm thinking about that. It like kind of creeps me out.
0: I don't know. It's not I don't know. You don't think so? Okay. I mean they're they're boneless. Like, Like, what do you expect them to be? I'm like so creeped out by it. I don't know why. It just it needles me. Like it's a tender. It's I I would say, like, is a tender a breast or a breast a tender? Because the tender is like a different part of the chicken,
1: right? I know it's like this whole. He's got he got me going down this mental rabbit hole yesterday, I think which, which like I don't know lawsuit? how to get out of. No, but <laughs> no, I don't think it's lawsuit worthy, but yeah. I think it's it's definitely worth talking about mentally.
0: My God! All right, good. Start that conversation when you're out <laughs> yeah. watching March Madness games this weekend at right, Buffalo Wild. But right. like, it's, are these this are these why we do a tender or a breast or a wing? Can right. you clarify, please? Right. Draw me a diagram. And
1: how weirded out are you by it? Not at all. This is why we do the show.
0: Um, All right, Chris. Funko, the famous bobblehead maker, is destroying millions of dollars in product to save on storage costs and make its fulfillment centers more fulfillment. If someone asked you to take millions of dollars of bobbleheads off their hands, what would you do with them?
1: Oh, my God. Um, Okay, what's coming to my head? I think I would have a tantric bobblehead meditation session. Somehow we're like all million bobbleheads would be bouncing up and down at the same time. And, oh s- and I'd be saying things like, oh,
0: that sounds Om. terribly creepy. And, and the bobbles be like bobbing are bo- bo- bobbing down. to yeah, your oming. Right. <laughs>
1: You're <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> yeah. like the greatest horror movie of all time. All right. The American Kennel Club recently announced that the 31 year run of the Labrador Retriever as America's favorite dog breed has been overtaken by the French Bulldog. And what is your favorite French thing to do? You can take oh, this in any direction you want. I love so many
0: French things, <laughs> but... Um, I'm going to say like put butter on it.
1: Put butter on it. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. The yeah. French love their butter. Yes. They do. That's what
0: I would say. Put butter on it. Put that's butter. the answer. You know I saw something God. this week that okay. was a marrow. That last tag in
1: Paris throwing through my mind, but that's fine. But it was a
0: bone marrow <laughs> butter candle that you light and you dip your bread in the candle. The Ugh. candle melts butter all over a plate, and you dip your bread in it. It sounded so decadent and wonderful.
1: Oh, my God. That sounds horrible. That sounds like as bad to me as ranch ice cream.
0: Ugh. Oh, no. It Ugh. sounds
1: wonderful. Oh, my God. Before I get out of here, I'm getting nauseous. All right. That wraps us up today. Happy birthday to Lauren Graham, flavor fave, and the man who showed us Ava. At- Flav!
0: Do you think he can still do that at 64? He's 64. I, I'm sure he can.
1: And fought for that one, actually, I I folks. Did. And wanted I me did. to say that. But and also... The man who showed us that anything can be done, as Ann likes to say, in 2 and 2. 2 and 2. Chuck Woolery. And remember, if you could only read our list in one retail blog in the business, and so proud of herself right now. Make it OmniTalk. Our Fast five podcast is the quickest, fastest rundown of all the week's top news. And our twice-weekly newsletter tells you the top five things you need to know each day. And also features special content exclusive to us. And we do it all just for you. And we try really hard to make it all fit within the preview pane of your inbox. You can sign up today at www.omnitalk.blog. Thanks, as always, for listening in. Please remember to like and leave us a review wherever you happen to listen to your podcast or on YouTube. And, so, and then we're off next weekend. Yeah, we're
0: off next week. Reminder.
1: Yep, we're off next week for spring break. And in preparation for Shop Talk, we'll be back the week of Shop Talk. So until then, on behalf of all of us at Omni Talk, happy St. Patrick's Day. And, of course, be careful out there.
0: The Yami Talk Fast Five is brought to you in association with the AM Consumer and Retail Group. The a m Consumer and Retail Group is a management consulting firm that tackles the most complex challenges and advances its clients, people, and communities toward their maximum potential. CRG brings the experience, tools, and operator-like pragmatism to help retailers and consumer products companies be on the right side of disruption. And Firework. Firework is the largest video commerce solution built for the world's leading brands. They empower brands with shoppable and live stream video on their own websites where people like to shop. Put your commerce in motion with Firework. Find out more at firework.com and SPS Commerce. SPS Commerce is redefining how businesses across the supply chain operate in an omni-channel world. Their experts, tech, and data work together to fuel your growth and deliver for your customers. Find out more. Head to spscommerce.com. And finally, Cezzle. Cezzle is an innovative buy now, pay later solution that allows shoppers to split purchases into four interest free payments over six weeks. To learn more, visit Cezzle.com.